The very first word that the Lord gives us this Advent season comes through the prophet Isaiah, who gives us this very simple invitation and call. Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain. And that's the vision that the church has in mind, in part, as we begin the season of Advent. Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain. So immediately, that, that calls to mind the, the fact that we have to be involved in this. To climb a mountain is not something that you do casually. It's not something that you do without preparation. It's not something that you do without thinking through, what, what do I need to do to make that climb up the mountain? The image, it's a really familiar one in Scripture. Over and over again, the mountain is the place where God's people go up to meet him. Think about Moses going up Mount Sinai. Think about the prophet Elijah up on Mount Carmel after the Lord had told him, I will be passing by. Think about when Jesus took Peter, James, and John up Mount Tabor when he was transfigured before them. So it's a really familiar biblical image. But at the start of this season of Advent, the Lord tells us through Isaiah, I'm calling you to go up my mountain to meet me there. And that takes work. It takes a very real determination. It takes planning on our part. The beautiful thing is that when we make that investment, what the Lord promises is something absolutely beautiful. From the Lord's mountain, Isaiah tells us, there is a peace that flows out that is beyond any other peace that you've ever known. The image, this is such a beautiful one. The image that Isaiah uses is really stark and very clear. As the Lord's peace flows out and reaches our hearts, he says of all of those who have met the Lord up on his mountain, they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. A very clear image taking the, the weapons of war and that they would be changed into something that is life-giving. That image of, of peace, that's the promise. So for those of us who hear the Lord calling us and, and, and respond to climb the Lord's mountain this Advent, what the Lord says to us is, I want to give you a peace that you've just never known out in the world. And how much our hearts long for that. Um, so many of us, the, the first place that we need that peace is, is just within our own hearts in terms of, of how we relate to ourselves. How many of you are at war with yourself? Just your typical experience of a day where you're not at peace with yourself. Not perhaps because there, there are things that are deeply deficient in you, but maybe you just have a skewed vision. You, you, as we often have talked about, maybe you see yourself through the lens of the world, which teaches us sadly and trains us to not love and, and, and cherish and have a sense of the dignity that is ours as sons and daughters of God. The, the world doesn't teach us 
to look on ourselves in that kind of a way, but rather to always be dissatisfied. And then they come back and have things to sell us so that we might be happy with ourselves, only we never are when we get caught up in the world's way of thinking. Often, too, the, the battle within ourselves can be just in our own struggles with sin. So there is something real there that needs to be dealt with. But the Lord wants us and promises this, this Advent that the fruit of it all at Christmas, what he wants is that peace, a deep peace in, in each of our hearts. This is not beyond reality. It's not beyond what the Lord can do. There are very real ways that his grace works where he really wants us to have some degree of freedom from the daily anxiety, the daily worries. There are very real concrete dimensions of our Christian life that when lived out, offer us freedom from the anxiety and the worry that, that comes from the world that we live in. The Lord wants you to experience that peace. He also wants us to experience this supernatural peace in our relationships with others. How often we are at war with others. Again, sometimes it's not through any fault of the other person. Sometimes the reason that we're not at peace with others is because we simply have not yet accepted the fact that, that they, like us, are human. And they have faults, and they have struggles, just like we do but we've not yet adjusted our expectations toward them. And perhaps some of you who are married, you are deep into your marriage, and yet you recognize there's a part of you that is still expecting one day for that struggle your spouse has to simply go away. And perhaps the peace the Lord wants to give to you is not the overnight changing of your husband or your wife, but rather the letting go of maybe what could be some unrealistic expectations to bring you to a place of greater peace. But there are relationships where this same supernatural peace, the Lord says, this is what I want to pour out on you. And certainly, he wants us to experience this peace with himself through the gift of his divine mercy, receiving the gift of forgiveness as St. Paul says, to be brought back into a place of peace with God because we've been reconciled to him through the blood of Christ. So the promise here, and we, we, I, I want you to have that in mind because when Isaiah says at the beginning of Advent, all right, listen, this Advent, let's climb the Lord's mountain. There's work that's involved in that. But if we know what the end goal is, it gives us a reason to push through. One of my classmates in seminary uh, is a priest out in Denver, and many times over the years, I've gone out to visit with him or gone out with, with a group of other classmates to visit. And one of the things I love doing with him, he's, he's a native of Denver, is climbing some of those 14ers, you know, the, 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 the mountains in the Rockies that are above 14,000 feet. And when I've done that, you know, it's never something that, that I can just, just do casually. It always means being very deliberate in, one, trying to work out a little bit more before I go, just to get the lungs and the muscles ready. It means getting some of the gear assembled. 
And when we're out there, like most people do, we often have made that little town of Leadville our, our base, and from there have hit some of the beautiful 14ers. But the day itself starts super early. Like, you don't sleep in and have breakfast at Denny's and then decide we're gonna climb a 14er. You, you're up early, way before the sun, because with the weather, if you delay it too much, you risk the afternoon storm, which could be deadly. So I have all of that in mind. When Isaiah says, come, let us climb the Lord's mountain, for me, it, it calls to mind some very real, concrete stuff that I have to do. And praying through this and getting ready for, for this season of Advent, for me, this has been a really hopeful thing. And I, I, I pray it is for you as well. But there's work that's involved. And we hear that in all of the readings today. Paul, the Lord Jesus himself, there's a very clear need for us to be deliberate about it. So a few thoughts for you. You may not have answers to these questions I'll throw out to you right now, but I, I want to encourage you in these early days of Advent, before too much time passes, what are your answers going to be to some of these questions that, that have to do with our preparation, our being deliberate with the season of Advent, that it might really be a time that we can, we're going up the mountain so that when Christmas comes, we're in that place to meet the Lord, that we're in that place to receive the peace that, that only He can give. So, what, what's your plan for your prayer this Advent? Today, tomorrow, Monday, what time of the day have you already deliberately set aside as the time that you're going to meet the Lord in prayer? Again, you may not have an answer to that yet, but you know we've got to be deliberate. If we just wait for a moment to come, it's not going to come. There's not one of us who doesn't have a life that is super busy, and so many of you, we have a lot of parishioners who just recently, it seems, have hit retirement, but I hear from you what I've heard from people over all the years. I'm busier now retired than I was when I was working full-time. So what time of the day are you going to be praying? You may not hit it every day, but we've got to have something we're aiming for. Where will you pray? Is there a quiet room at your home where you're going to be free from some of the distractions? Will you come here? and stop into the oratory. You know, the, the church is, is unlocked up till about 8.30 or 9 every night, but if you request the code to come in and to adore the Lord in the oratory, you can come 24-7. But maybe for some of you, you need to get out of the house and come and, and have that time with the Lord. Here's one thing I'll say. It'll sound harsh, but I'm saying it just because I, 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 we need to be clear on this. Many of you, in a good way, you pray when you're driving, and that's good. It's always good to turn off the music and to turn off the talk and to have that time with the Lord. But listen, your time of prayer in the car is not enough. And I say that because you were made for something so much more than just that, that the kind of casual prayer in the car. If you're on 50 driving into D.C. or you're going around the Baltimore Beltway, pray. But, but, but remember, it's, it's not enough. And I say that with love, but I say it to challenge you. 
It's not enough for your prayer time to be what the Lord gets while you're in the car driving. There's something so, there's a treasure he has for you that is so much more than that. But we've got to fight for it. It's going to be the climb up the mountain. So those are a few questions. Here's another one. When are you going to go to confession this Advent? We have a little bit of extra time offered and we'll have confessions Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at different times. But please, pick the time, pick the day now. You may not hit it, but if you've got it in your calendar, there's a pretty good chance you will. But don't wait till the last minute. I feel bad and also sometimes a little frustrated when like, I encourage you, come, come, come. And the last opportunity for confessions, you end up waiting in a two and a half hour line. Nobody likes that. And so, when will you go to confession? Here's another one. You know, when you climb up a mountain, your heart, your lungs, your muscles have got to be ready for that. What acts of charity will you be engaged in this Advent to let the Lord stretch and grow your heart's capacity for love? and to receive his love. The more that we love others, the more our hearts are stretched. And that is hard, but the blessing is that it means that our hearts have grown and can receive more of his love. So our experience in prayer is different when we've engaged in real, genuine acts of love toward our neighbor. So what acts of charity? You might be thinking, Father, this sounds like you're talking about Lent. We're in Advent. Well, Advent is a season of preparation. The purple reminds us that it is a penitential season. So what's the act of charity? This next one's a hard one because during Advent, like we've already, the, the, the movement from Thanksgiving up to Christmas, so much food, so much drink, and in a good way, lots of opportunities to connect with family and friends. But what will you be yielding and giving up during Advent to quiet your heart, your spirit, your mind down. It could be food, it can always be media, it can be the noise, but there's something that we have to do to be deliberate that way as well. So, it, it's hard to climb a mountain, but the reward is absolutely tremendous. And what the Lord promises us this day through Isaiah is that for those who heed the call, come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord, it is a peace that is beyond what the world can give. A beautiful peace with ourselves, with one another, and with the Lord. That's the fruit uh, that's, that's given to those who make the climb. So I, I, I pray that, that for each of us, the Lord will help us to make the most of these really very beautiful and holy weeks of Advent that we have before us.